it feels like it's working. People seem to be paying attention to it for the most part. Yeah. And you know what is also working for me, at least what's also working is our walks. Yep. Our walks. We are going on daily walks when it's not raining and we're documenting. I'm documenting everything. I'm Lauren. And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies. That's right. Reedy spelled ready. It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready Ready or or not. not. On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together. It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not. Hello and welcome to episode three of season three of Ready or Not. We are calling this Keep Your Head Up. Keep your head up. We were originally going to talk about managing remotely, but we just decided on a whim to roll with it, to roll with our current emotions and recognize and understand where we're at. And yeah. where we're at is uh, not talking about managing remotely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've had a bunch of off mic conversations in the last couple of days um, as we were playing for this, it kind of necessitated this switch uh, that all sounded like the original topic sounded great until we kind of had a a gloomy, rainy Easter Sunday. Yeah. There's storms in Memphis all weekend. So we it just kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. It was depressing. It got weekend. cold again. It got cold again. We did a couple of Zoom phone calls, a couple of happy hours. And uh, instead of those making us feel better, we felt worse. So yeah. and we wanted to talk a little <laughs> bit about why that's OK. And. We talked about it with our staff this uh, this week and with each other and how it's okay to be a little bit down, but let's dive in. Okay, I first just want to say happy Easter because it is Easter and it's officially the Easter season. In fact, for the next 50 days in the Catholic Church, we talk about Easter. Mm-hmm. It's Easter season, not Easter Sunday. You're right. You're right. And actually, we need Easter season because we just went through 40 days in the desert and it felt very desert-like. Mm-hmm. It was a good, it was a good happy Easter, don't you think? I certainly felt like it was. Yeah. Or at least the service that you're now hearing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we had the unique opportunity this year. It was unique to actually go to an Easter service live. We live streamed it for our parish and for anyone who wanted to watch our live stream. Three cameras set up, by the way. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we so went all with out. social distancing. With and, social distancing. You know, there's only like what seven, eight, nine of us in the in the whole church. Less than ten, that's for sure. We followed CDC guidelines and we social distance and I sanitized everything I touched. But it was joyful and sorrow filled at the same time. Yeah. And af- after the service, which went great from a celebration and broadcasting standpoint, I guess. Uh, the rest of the day and Easter Sunday was not a normal Easter Sunday, which is kind of the theme, obviously, that everyone's getting because nothing is as normal right now. Nothing is normal. But I will say so many people around the world are home and quarantined. And if they rely on their faith and they go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays or whatever, that community is missing right now. And it was such an honor to be able to bring that community to people remotely. Don't you agree? Yeah. And... You know, normally after the service on Sunday, we go out either for brunch or have brunch at a house with Lauren's family. Well, people (laughs) and namely Lauren's family as they're here in Memphis, unless we're out of town. Yeah. And either way, we're celebrating. (laughs) This year, we had a social distance appropriate in the garage because it was raining. 
stop by and give some Easter treats to my parents and yeah, open a, an egg or two for Max to pretend like it yeah, was Easter. We, we did Max's first Easter egg hunt in the garage. <laughs> Under my dad's car wheels um, while my parents stood at the door watching. We also, it was so sad. <laughs> well, but at the same time with Max, he doesn't know any better and... We filled eggs with the only thing we could find, which was goldfish. Goga. <laughs> and he wa- he opened those eggs and was so excited. Yeah, it, it, it did remind me that, Pure joy. that we, we often get caught up in all the things of life. And a child that is that young does not know any better. Yep. And those goldfish were the best thing he'd ever seen. Yep. Every he time say, he opened. More Goga, which Goga is his word for goldfish. But he would like... Every time we opened an egg and it had more goldfish in it, he got excited again. And it was pretty, pretty cute. Yeah. So that's, that's just a scene setter for you about how we, we sort of began our Easter mm-hmm. and, and sort of how that carried over into the first couple of days after Easter into our work week. And we've kind of put together sort of 10 talking points for us about how to keep your head up. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to sing. Anyway, so we hope that it's valuable and we hope that maybe as you're listening, either you're feeling this way or if you're not feeling this way, you can find words to encourage us, which we also love. Yes, or those around you. And where I want to start is I feel like we should be done by now. (laughs) Yeah. This should be over. When we started this whole thing four and a half some weeks ago, everything, even the things that were rescheduled, were rescheduled to like next week. And now all that stuff is being rescheduled again. And it's now all to the fall, which feels so far away. Well, right. But even like weekly things that are like supposed to happen, they said end of April, we'll, we'll get to it. And now we're looking at the end of April and everyone's like, yeah, we got to move it again. I was just reading an email I sent to our staff that was like expectations for working from home during this uncertain time. And I said, since we're going to be doing this for the next couple of weeks, <laughs> I should have said months. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing for me is that I, in my mind, when I was like setting myself up mentally for this, is I thought end of April, we'd be looking at coming back. Like we'd be, we'd be, we at least have the, have the plan of the roadmap. Which right now, technically speaking, our stay at home order, safer at home order, wherever you live, it's different. But in Memphis, it's called safe at home Mm -hmm. and it's been extended to April 30th. Yep. It was April 21st, mm-hmm. changed to April 30th. There's all kinds of talk that this could last through the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, through the end of May, through the end of June. I don't know. It's oh, it's hard so to separate the like whether they're just trying to set, like manage expectations or whether they're actually believe that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's what's hard. So I think the thing that the, the second piece that I really wanted to talk about with this is that it feels an awful lot like we're working really hard to keep everything going. And we're seeing very little positive from that hard work. Yeah. And I actually brought this up with our staff in our morning staff meeting today. Yeah. You told them that it was really important that we remember when we're working, we, and we're at full capacity or more, mm-hmm. we, we get a lot of feedback constantly. My inbox is dropped all the time with positive and negative, but we get feedback yeah, of some fe- kind. Feedback in the video business is constant and always coming. And a lot of it in the work that we get to do because we tell such good stories is we do get a lot of really great feedback. People are like, wow, thank you for telling this story. Thank you for telling it in this way. I never thought what I was doing was so important. All those things. And we are just getting none of that right now. And I didn't realize how much, I mean, I, I know that words of affirmation is my love language. If you listen to our podcast in the past, you've heard that. You heard Scott compliment me in our last episode. But I didn't realize how much that weighed on me until it stopped, like stopped. And after I said it, the whole staff kind of went around and was like, oh, yeah, I definitely feel that. 
the lack of feedback, they, they feel like they're still doing things like they are being creative. They're creating things, but there's no client. There's no other person other than inside the team to say, great job. Yeah. And, and that, they're tired of hearing it from me because yeah. I'm pretty sure I end every meeting by saying, I'm so proud of the way you guys are handling this. Yeah. And, and like, thanks, Lauren. You sound like a broken record. Yeah. But external people have a bigger impact on that, right. which is normal. Right. And so that's something they're struggling with. And, you and know, I said that has a real impact. So recognize that that's having an impact on your mental state. So the translation to anyone listening is recognize something that's missing that you may not have even noticed, mm-hmm. but it's missing in a way that's impacting your your morale, your well-being, your motivation. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that receiving any kind of feedback, mostly positive from clients or just in my inbox from things we're working on is no longer there because everyone's putting out fires and trying to just trying to get by. Yeah. And that's a piece of it. I think another side of that too is, you know, we had daycare to send Max to. So we knew that he was getting a good, solid, engaging day. <laughs> well, and I think, I think that's the other part of it, of feeling like we're working so hard with, without, with little positive results. And not that we're having little positive results because Max is at a great age right now. He's super fun. He's getting way, way, way more verbal. Just seemingly every day he's coming up with new sentences and new words to say which is awesome, but keeping him engaged, I feel like we have a rhythm, but it's also feeling a bit monotonous. Yeah. We, we kind of have the same like basic structure to every day. There's a lot of Elmo. Is, yeah. and Which is fine. He knows how to like count and knows his colors and recognizes letters. Yeah. So I don't feel bad about it. No, and I, th- I think he's still progressing and I think, you know, we're not causing him any major disservice by what we're trying to do and accomplishing with him. I but do we're f- working really hard. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and it doesn't feel like anything's working. Yeah. And it is a lot. And although I do want to bring up, as I was reflecting on this and as I was writing down kind of my notes to myself to organize myself, is I do want to mention that the last couple of days in Memphis have been cold and rainy. Like yeah. we had we had 80, mid 80s degree weather last week. It was amazing. It's like, oh, I can't wait for like, Easter. <laughs> we found a water table on the side of the road and hadn't been Max played Sanitized it. it and then so, filled it with water. And yeah, Max and Max played it. it. It was warm enough for him to like play in the water for the afternoon. And the last couple of days there have been like severe thunderstorms. And it was like 50 degrees today, which I know depending on where you are in the country, 50 would be like amazing. But here when <laughs> it was cold. 80, 50 is so cold. 50 is like 32 for the rest of our listeners. Cause yeah. majority of them are Midwesterners who are probably like, what the heck? Get yeah. over yourself. Um, but that has had an effect. Yeah, it certainly has. I, on, I, on our ability to get out with him and run yeah. the neighborhood and make me like when I take him out on a walk in the morning, usually he runs around the block and he just runs. I don't take a I don't take a wagon. I don't take anything. I just let him go, and he runs. And I keep up with him. So, I think another piece that's really been interesting for us keeping your head up is something that we've noticed about how our friends and family are coping with these things, and who's doing quote unquote better or complaining less. And we kind of discovered something that's sort of odd about that. Yeah. So I've been reading stuff as I do about this whole adjustment. And what I, what I've read is I came across a couple articles that talked about the, the natural coping mechanism to something like this is to find a previous scenario in your life and react to it the same way. And for many people, there has never been something like this before, which is why so many people are having trouble adjusting to it because there isn't something they can be like, Oh, this is a lot like when I did this. Very few people were sent home from their jobs, either laid off or work from home, and told you need to stay in your houses for a month. 
right? That's like a scenario where you just typically, I mean, our circle, I, I, I'm making a massive judgment here, but our circle has not encountered something like that. And it occurred to me why I got frustrated this week. And that was, we've done this before. Yes. We did this in May and June of 2018 for 27 days. We were isolated from our friends and our family and we had a newborn and we'd lack sleep out of stress and we were stressed about whether or not the paperwork would go through and we'd actually get to take our boy home. We, we were have, away from friends and family. We didn't have a solid timeline. There was no timeline. There was no end in sight. At that point, when we were going through that, my breaking point was about three weeks in. Mm-hmm. I lost it. I mean, I lost it a lot of times, but that was my breaking point of like hopelessness. And I've now made it a week later. Yes. (laughs) And this is what made us think like. And she's talking about our 27 days in (laughs) California with Max when we were trying to adopt the adoption. We picked him up and then there was lots of uncertainties as we progressed through that process. If you want to go back to season one, there's a whole bunch on. And we (laughs) self-quarantined. We didn't call it that at the time, but we self-quarantined for 27 days. Mm -hmm. The only difference is that we had a couple of visitors and. Uh, but we did the same kind of thing. We we didn't know it was it was a whole new life for us. And I feel like that's what a lot of people are experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. And if you've been su- through something where you've had to do this, whether that's cancer or unemployment or, you know, a really bad breakup. And I mean that like a, a, a split. Those kinds of things do uh, cause forced isolation from people for mm-hmm. either your well-being or your depression or your fill-in-the-blank. For an indeterminate amount of for time. For an indeterminate amount of time that sometimes feels so helpless. Mm-hmm. And so for some people, this is just another one of those things. And for others, this is traumatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think for me, it's really the quandary of I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Not that it's not there. I'm not like in a dark place of like there's no end in sight. This is never going to end. I do believe it'll end, but I feel like I'm in the dark tunnel and I know I'm going to see the light soon, but it's not there yet. And I'm like, how much further do I have to go before they give me the end of the light? If they would just tell me, you know, yeah. the muddle of this <laughs> is the hardest part. If they would tell me it's three weeks right. or give us three weeks and we'll give you an their update. It's this like, not yet, but maybe three months from now and maybe a month from now and maybe two weeks from now. But maybe but not maybe. till the fall. Right. And that's an excellent time for us to take a break. We'll be right back. We know times are tough, and it's difficult to navigate what's happening right now in the world, in our communities, sometimes even in our own homes. But guess what? We still have to tell stories. We might do it a little bit differently than we have in the past, but that's why Forever Ready Productions is here to help you get through this time. And remember to inspire hope through video. Find out more information at foreverreadyllc.com. Hello. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. And season three, episode three. Keep your head up. Keep your head up, yo. I don't know why I keep saying that every time we say the name of this. (laughs) I'm just trying to make it fun. So you were talking about on the way to uh, our commercial break about how it feels like there's no end in sight and sort of the muddle of it is the hardest part. So it's like, what's next? When? Yeah. Uh, is it probably three weeks? Is it probably four weeks? Is it yeah. well, the fall? When we first started this, going back to what we like, kind of opened with, when we first started this, it was like, we were going to be done by now, or at least we'd see the end by now. And I'm like, 
I've been doing this for a month and right. I still don't see what the end is going to be. And what? it's kind of bothering me. Yeah. And so. I feel like that would make it easier. And especially, you know, getting into our next thing of, you know, as leaders of our business and our company with our employees, um, we operate a month, two months ahead. Quarterly, really? Well, we do quarterly planning but and all that yeah. stuff, but like we're always looking ahead. Like uh, for me, like you're more in the, some of the day to day. For me, I'm looking at like what's our revenue, what's what are our projects that are lined up like two months from now, right? And like, does that look like our pipeline is staying full? And you're the one filling the pipeline, so it's like we're we're kind of doing that together. And right now, the pipeline is like empty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's like two things, maybe. Yeah. But it's even like, I don't even know when to start filling that pipeline. Right. I don't either. If I knew everyone was going back to work in three weeks, I'd be like, okay, guys, let's go and let's start filling the pipeline in three weeks. It was like when we first, when we hired our first employees back in 26, 17, 17, in spring of 2017, it was around the same time. We knew that they were starting in May and we started to get more work than we could handle. And we started delaying people saying, call me on May 1st. Call me on May first. Call me on June first. I think is what I started telling yeah. people. Let's let's start this in the middle of May. Let's start this then. Let's start this then because we knew we'd get them in. We'd get them trained. And we'd get work. Yeah. And now what we're hearing is call me in June. Call me in July. Mm-hmm. Call me when we get to the other side of this. It's yeah. really hard to sell something right now. Yeah. And so it goes back to that thing that I've been talking about in my Feel Good Friday segments on Facebook, and that is um, asking every day like, how can I help? Mm-hmm. And some days that is so easy to answer and feel so inspirational and feel so um, uplifting. And like the last couple of days, how can I help has been like, you know what I want to do? I just want to lay down on the couch and fall asleep or watch trashy TV mm-hmm. and not help anybody because I don't feel like I'm in control. Yep. And that's a realistic thing. But I think and, continuing and to ask it, even if the answer that day is nothing. <laughs> sure. And I think, you know, now that we are a month into this, it's important to think through and be willing to just take a couple of days and be like, you know, you've been running at this weird 90 mile an hour pace, taking care of Max, taking care of the business, trying to like muddle our way through this whole thing. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of time. Right. It's okay to take a couple of days and be like, you know, I just need a break. Which is essentially how I felt the last two or three days. Even putting this pod- podcast together, I was just sort of like, oh. You know, and, and optimism is one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. And, and But I just have to remember that just because that's my strength doesn't mean that it's always my number one. But one piece of optimism did happen this week for us, and that was our payroll protection plan. Program. Program. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it's PPP, uh, so which is not PPE, which is personal protective, protective equipment. equipment. Yes, it is <laughs> three Ps. It is very confusing. But nonetheless... So this is um, this is helped. part of the CARES Act stuff that, that Congress managed to pass a couple weeks ago uh, relating to keeping people employed. And more or less, it's about an eight, it's about eight weeks of payroll assistance for us as long as we keep our whole staff um, employed and paying them. Right. Which was our plan. So this really helps extend and keep that going to whenever this decides to be over. See, what's so interesting about that is that when that came through for us, I didn't feel good about it. Um, I think it's because I don't like things to be just handed. I like to work for them. And this was something that, I mean, we worked for it. Like we've, it's all based on our previous numbers and our previous, mm-hmm. um, uh, revenue and everything, but it, it just, it felt, it wasn't a relief and it should have been, but for me, it felt like I don't want to pass. What do I do? I don't have anything to do now. Well, but I, 
I have plenty to do. Well, and where I am with it is like logically and the accountant in my brain is like, yes, this is helpful. This get, takes away some of that uncertainty. We can we can look to ahead. We can be ready to help people get back in their growth plans when they get there. Uh, right. Because our, our core, our core client is, is nonprofits and mm-hmm. they are taking some massive hits right now and they're going to, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, history shows that over the next six months to a year, their, their donations are going to be down. And so they're going to need to be able to get those messages out. And that's where we're going to be there to help them. Right. Which uh, is really helpful. Thank you for saying that. Sometimes you say things that I'm like, duh. But I think that it was interesting to note but, that I didn't feel like, well, woohoo. And that's what I was getting to is like, in my logic accountant brain, in my business brain, I'm like, yes. But in like my mental, emotional health brain, I'm like, okay, but I still don't know what I'm doing next. This doesn't make any difference. I'd rather have a knowledge of when we were getting out of this than I do the money. The money. If, if you told, you know, if you said, oh, we're going to take back the money, but you're going to be able to start building your business again in three weeks because they're going to reopen the economy and this COVID thing's going to go away. I'd be like, okay, deal, take it. I don't need it. Right. You know, if this goes on for three, four months, I do need it. Um, but, you know, like. It's it just the same, same thing we've been talking about. It wasn't the relief I thought it was going to be, which probably speaks to like some bigger message of like money isn't everything, which it's of course not. But like it it didn't solve the issue. It didn't solve the mental thing that I thought it was going to, um, which says something. I think it's also important to note a couple of hopeful things that I have noticed in the last couple of days and weeks, and that is that it's working. We're flattening the curve. By all accounts, it looks like it. We are flattening the curve. I think the piece of that that's hard to remember about flattening the curve, though, is that you then extend the life of the disease, mm-hmm. of the virus. Yep. Um, I think a lot of people think, you you were flattening the curve. Why... We're going to reduce We're the number reduce of people. We're going to reduce the number. I can get outside. I can hang out with my friends. I can hug people again, all those things. But the truth is flattening the curve is just sort of elongating the problem. Yep. It's, it's making it so that our healthcare system doesn't get slammed like it's been in New York and Seattle. Mm-hmm. And and we may still see that here in the South and, and to our listeners in the North. We, we may still see that. We don't know. But it feels like it's working. People seem to be paying attention to it for the most part. Yeah, and you know what is also working for me at least. What's also working is um, our walks. Yep, our walks. We are going on daily walks when it's not raining, and we're documenting. I'm documenting everything. My phone is so full of all kinds of things, pictures and videos and little moments with Max. And then I take my camera out on our walks, and I've been filming the empty streets and filming spring sort of coming to life. And I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. Even if I never do anything with it, it's very therapeutic for me to document what's happening. And I know other people are doing that in their own little ways. Some people downloaded TikTok. <laughs> I refuse one of my, so far. One of my favorite things that we did today, we had a friend um, stop over at a social distance and Max hadn't seen her in a while and just showed without us even prompting him Kind of all the things he's learned. Yeah, it was cute. Um, one was prompted, which my favorite one currently is we can say, what's your name? And he'll say his full name, which is cute. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't seen that. She was standing in the driveway. We're standing on our porch. She dropped mm-hmm. off some food. 
um, yeah, that she needed cooked. He stands and, on the end of the porch yeah. when he sees her he and says, he waves Hi. big. And, like, and when she left, he said, oh, go bye bye. And like just uh, mm-hmm. that's been really neat to see. There's been a lot of growth there with him. And I think that shows that there is stuff happening. And all the work we're talking about that feels like it's not happening. He's sort of proof of that. Mm-hmm. And, and what's also proof of that is that we still have a business and we still have employees and they're still working in some capacity, even if it's not revenue generating capacity. Mm-hmm. They're so still there's... putting good stuff out in the world. And we're working on a couple things internally that are just somewhat normal and somewhat joyful and somewhat in response to kind of the negative whatever that's surrounding this whole thing. It's just really important that we keep our head up in all of this, but mm-hmm. be realistic about where we're at, no matter where we're at. Yep. And that's and that's of, why we changed the entire topic of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And as we talk about this, both with each other, you know, when we're not in front of a mic um, and when we're talking about this, it is therapeutic. And so I think it is important to talk about it. That's the introvert saying that. <laughs> what? Uh, Say that again. I feel like I should repeat that. No, we've had some really, really great conversations, mm-hmm. some of which I thought, should we go get in front of the microphone and mm-hmm. share this with the world? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big portion of this that's really important is that we continue to talk with each other about where we're at mm-hmm. and acknowledge that sometimes where we're at is not a great place. Yeah. And being supportive of each other's feelings when we're not in it. I mean, I think you've heard in this podcast that Lauren was having a rough early part of this week, but you know, I've had my moments too, and I'm sure I will in the future and just being open and honest with each other about where we are and how we're feeling, I think is monumental to getting through what we're all going through right now. And so. we'll get through it. We'll Keep get to the other up. side. Keep your head up, yo. <laughs> you had to do it again, didn't you? I had to. Well, that does it for this edition of Ready or Not. We'll see you next time here on Ready or Not. This podcast is brought to you by Forever Ready Productions, produced by Lauren Reedy, graphic design by Brody Kuhar. We'll see you next week. <laughs>